All right. Hello and welcome to the Legends of Tabletop podcast. We're getting ready to jump back into our Cthulhu Invictus game. We're going to be playing the second part of our beloved Bronwyn. We had a pretty decent session last time. We kind of sussed things out and were very efficient. So it was uh, unlike our normal play style. Uh, we had received a letter from uh, the captain that we were supposed to meet up with. Uh, they were going to be at sea for a little while. So we were staying at the villa, the villa of the tax collector who had helped us with our problem in the previous uh, adventure. While we were there, someone had summoned Herminius. They were having a familial situation uh, and they believe they were uh, attacked by a sorcerer. So we went and investigated that. Their uh, freed woman had uh, fallen ill along with the rest of the family. Uh, she had subsequently burned herself and stole all of the silver in the house and fled. So we poked around, talked to the, I'm going to say servants because slave sounds really bad, but it's Invicta. So it's it really, no, is, we're not rewriting the history. Yeah. Yeah. We're not, um, we're not sugarcoating it. They were, they were slaves. Yeah. yeah. No, not workers with jobs. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Dorina had happened to know the uh, the hunter that the uh, his name uh, so the hunter's name was Granis. The person that we were working for is Albinus Madeiras. Uh, he was going to have a big festival prior. Granis was supposed to hunt the largest boar anyone had ever seen. Uh, he did come back, but he had neither pelt nor head. But he did bring some small amount of meat back with him. Uh, when we investigated the, the, the kitchen slaves, uh, they said that there had been a problem with the meat. Under further interrogation and intimidation by Dorina, uh, they revealed that the, that the meat had been moldy and spoiled uh, and that Bronwyn had processed the meat herself. Only the family had eaten it because it was a small amount, uh, but she had been, she recovered as well as the family, uh, but she seemed to be the only one that was uh, subsequently affected by the silver. Uh, so they don't really understand why she left. Uh, we did wind up catching up with Granis. He was at the Cracked Barrel, uh, an inn in town, and he was insane. Uh, he said he did find the, the boar, killed it. Insane and beaten nearly to death. Beaten. I, I was going to circle back around um, <laughs> that he had killed the boar. And when he had turned back around to butcher, it had turned into a person and that just sort of snapped him. But he went insane and then butchered the person that was there. And that was the meat that he brought back. Bronwyn had found him at the crack barrel, beat the shit out of him to find out where he had uh, found the boar at. And then she disappeared and that's kind of where we are going to pick it up, I guess. Uh, we do also know that uh, Bronwyn had a lover at the estate, uh, so we may or may not follow up on that avenue. Uh, but we know that she presumably traveled north to see what was going on with the boar, as far as we know. One other item that you didn't mention is that Bronwyn cut her thumb when she was processing the meat. Ah, uh, Yes. Introducing the uh, the foul humors that seem to have affected her. Right. So at this point, you have learned 
that the boar was killed in the forest north of Mamusium. I can never pronounce these names. If I knew Latin was going to be so hard to pronounce, I would have you know rewritten the old West setting or something. But um, there we are. That is a far stretch north. I feel like we need little toy figures to walk it up. So <laughs> you guys are there. Okay. Aquasileus, and uh-huh. you need to go all the way over here. Oh, wow. All right. But I don't know if you were planning to leave right away, or you were... I mean, you've been at this all day, so probably leaving today wouldn't be an option. Right. Yeah. Considering the distance uh, that we would need to uh, travel, um, if you uh, wish to speak to Bronwyn's um, lover, then uh, perhaps uh, tonight would be best if we uh, plan on leaving in the morning. Yes, I agree. The uh, We should probably get a fairly early start. And uh, yes, I, I do believe, too, that him being a gardener, the, the nighttime is probably a slow point for him. So tonight might be the best time to catch up. Yes. Okay. Uh, uh, if, you, if you'll allow me, hold. Malachi, um, I, I know that um, you, you would gift me with this uh, wonderful spear, um, but it, it seems that uh, I, I have been having uh, less success than than I than I would have liked. Uh, you know, this man is my stature. I uh, expected to be able to pick this up relatively easily, but uh, it, it seems to be a, a bit beyond my ken. Uh, uh, Dorina, would you uh, perhaps uh, want to try your hand with this uh, larger spear? Yes. All right. Excellent. Now, unless you have the skill spear. It's it's not you you're you're not gonna have a good chance to hit. <laughs> oh, she has javelin, uh, right? Ah, shit. Yeah, she has yeah. javelin, crossbow, knife. We've, I've tried. I think I've failed that in multiple adventures before. Trying to throw. <laughs> Am I the only one that has spear as a skill? Yeah, uh, I think so. Yeah. Do you have spear as a skill? Yeah, I do. I have a thirty-five for spear. You, okay. uh, when I got the the spear from the Fey, you gave me something base for a spear and right, which is probably whatever base for spear is. I can look that up. So uh, keep well, a screen, and then I had yeah. one success after that. Uh, oh, so you should be better with you then. Uh, would you? I was really enjoying this lovely Sayax that I recently acquired, but I'm happy to trade it back out of fairness. You're <laughs> more inclined to hurt yourself with this cure. Yeah, so, so it would seem. Um, if you um, wish to, to keep the Sayax, and he kind of like looks over to Dorina, um, that would be uh, acceptable to, to me. Uh, and again, he sort of like looks over at her. And he's like, um, uh, perhaps uh, something more um, inconspicuous, uh, a club, perhaps. Uh, uh, maybe we can stop at the weaponsmith along the way. We can. So your weapon guy is actually in the city of Veracorinum, mm-hmm. which is south of uh, Manusium. So if you wanted to see your guy who does make silvered weapons, mm-hmm. one, they are outlandishly 
they're ruinously expensive. But he is on the way, and he usually has uh, a fair number of them completed. Um, special orders are the way to go, mm-hmm. but um, he'll have a few things on hand. I think know, usually like a dagger, a short sword. Um, if you're lucky, and by lucky I mean hard success on a luck roll, it'll be something like an axe. But again, he keeps a, a very low profile. Mm. Um, so unless you know, unless you know how to find him, um, no one would. And you're one of the few people who knows how to find. him. So yeah, I think if if everyone else is okay with stopping prior, I think it would be wise. Yeah, I I believe uh, Viraconium is on the way. Is it not? Yes. Uh, yes, uh, perfect. As if it was, as if the gods had willed it. Maybe they did. Yes, indeed. So what is your immediate plan? Are you going to spend the night here? Or are you going to speak to that NPC in the house before you leave? And you'll need to figure out exactly how you're going to get to Viracorium. You do have a few options. Okay. So would they expect us for dinner at the villa? I'm assuming probably, right? Um, not particularly. No, okay. You're not like, oh, the villa where you were staying um, as a guest of the tax collector? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they would be expecting you. Okay. I suppose we head back to the estate then and uh, take the evening meal and then uh, search out this uh, gardener. Yes. Okay. Easily done. You, you know, you get there before dark because there are no street lights in the Roman Empire. Pretty much... Everything shuts down at sundown. Uh, so you get there before dark. You are given a, a fine meal, courtesy of the staff. Comfortable beds. Um, I mean, there's even time on the way home to stop at the bathhouse, if you wish. I mean, you, you are in a town that will later be called Bath. So there, there are lots of bathhouses here. Um, it's a place known for its healing waters. If you believe in any of that stuff, and do you believe in any of that stuff? Well, at the very least, yeah, Herminius believes in staying clean and proper. So, (laughs) Malachi, it is recommended that you, to get the full effect of the healing waters, you give a tribute equal to your status. So, if your status is 35, a a suitable tribute would be 35 to 30 to, uh, the goddess of the springs. She has a Celtic name and she has a Roman name. It's been Romanized, but you know. So, do you do that? Yes. Do any of you? Absolutely. Uh, sure. Okay. Do you believe it, or are you just being courteous? Um, would he believe it? I I think he would be like interested. I don't. Uh, yeah, because the Romans are all um, very superstitious people. Yeah, yeah, he probably does believe it then. Yeah, yeah, because I've got a cult, right? And we've seen some shit. So yeah, I <laughs> <laughs> literally saw ghosts like two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if you have fairies on your enemy list. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so who makes a donation equal in society to their status? So Malachi, Dorina, Herminius. So everyone. And everyone honestly believes it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Believe it or not. Better to hedge your bet. 
<laughs> Believe it or not, in the world of Cthulhu Invictus, this matters. So it has been noted. Herminius would rather believe and play it safe than not believe and take the risk. <laughs> right. No, uh, no, no atheists in foxholes. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So it is the next morning. Uh, you are all cleaned, blessed from your offerings to the goddess of the springs. And um, shortly after taking breakfast, and breakfast really isn't much of a Roman thing. You might, you know, they can bring you some fruit and nuts or leftovers from the night before. Or you can just grab something off of a street cart on the way out, which a lot of Romans do. It's funny, a lot of Roman apartments in cities don't have kitchens. Really? Right. So they, they either, well, because fire is a hazard in indoor stuff. So um, you definitely wouldn't have an oven. So eating out and street carts and, and restaurants is actually kind of a big thing. Especially in a tourist town like Aquascoyas. So it's kind of like New York City, basically. You just go to the corner yeah, of a bodega. Corner of a bodega, pick up yeah. a bagel. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, uh, bacon, egg, and cheese, salt, pepper, ketchup. Civilized living. Yes. <laughs> it, it's funny when you really look at the history how similar they these major metropolis, met, you know, metropolitan areas are to modern cities in the lifestyle. Um, so breakfast at home or breakfast on the go? Probably on the go. On the go. That's what no. Herminius would be used to, probably. Knock off a sesterce. You, you, you know, grab some uh, egg and onion fruit pies. It's like egg, onion, and dates all fucking in, in a hand pastry, which I just made up. But actually, yeah, good. Sound I'm bad. sure that sounds delicious back in the day. Entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> Hispanic. We have a grand tradition of empanadas. So oh meat and meat pies from carts was a Roman thing. Now I'm really hungry. <laughs> you go to see this guy. Then you're back at the house. The daughters swarm you. Have you learned anything? You know, basically you get in the door, and the daughters, the like the the butler basically trying to shield you from the family, not to disturb the family. And as soon as they hear that you're back, they, they kind of come running out and ask if you found Bronwyn. Is she okay? Um, is she, do you, you know, is she with you? And they immediately look disappointed when you're, you know, she's not with you. No, no, she is not with us yet, but we do have a very good lead on where she was, uh, where she most likely headed. And uh, in fact, that's where we will be heading come day. But do you know why she left? Did she leave of her own accord? Was she stolen? Was she coerced? As far as we can tell, she left on her own accord, but it was for the safety of everyone. There was no selfish reasons behind her leaving. Okay. And and they say, how, you know, when do you think you'll be back with her? Uh, about how, uh, oh, actually, uh, Darina, about how long do you believe our trek will take to the forests? They're in back at best. I'm assuming this is like somewhere that Darina's been before. I've been everywhere. (laughs) Um, It's a bit of a trek. You're, you're, yeah. Oh, great. You're looking at, uh, you know, some far, fair distance. So you're thinking there would be at least four or five day journey. Hmm. 
So you're looking at a 10-day. You're looking at a Roman week of 10 days there and back. Figure four, day, four days there, two to resolve, and two, four back at best. Mm. But probably longer because you're planning a stop. Oh, yes, that's true. So two weeks maybe, we tell them? Right. Yeah, yeah. at most. Two weeks. And they're like, that long? And they seem very shocked, but... Their mother comes and says, don't pester them. You know, I'm sure they're doing everything that they can. And they'll, they're, you know, they're working very hard on our behalf. And she says, you know, we appreciate your efforts. Unfortunately, we are a few days behind her. So uh, the likelihood that we shall catch up before she reaches her destination are, is very unlikely. Understood. She seems to be in good health uh, from, from what we have gathered, so no worries there. How can we help you? Macrion turns to look at the rest of the group. (laughs) Um, We we wish to speak to the gardener. We'll have him brought to you immediately. And they say, uh, uh, he should be in the garden. We can take you there now. Thank you. They take you out to the gardener, to the garden, where uh, there's a man tending to it. And they call him over, and they say, Pasco, uh, these people have some questions for you. It's concerning Bronwyn. Uh, you're to give them your full cooperation, or we'll hear of it. And she goes, of course, Domina, I, I dream of holding back anything. Um, and he looks over, and he says, I, I don't know what I can tell you, but I'll, I'll answer any questions you might have for me. Uh, can I get a sense, did he have any type of reaction when they first, when they mentioned Bronwyn. Roll your insight. Sure. That is, God, do I want to burn the luck? I got a 77 out of 70. Seven points is a lot. Yeah, Yeah, that's a lot. You know, if it's to avoid getting crushed by a rock, seven points is not a lot. It's true. For this, this, all right, yeah, I'll hold off on it. You, you can't really read him. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, it may be very early. It may be that meat pie turning <laughs> over. You know, coffee's not a Roman thing, so sorry. <laughs> you have not had – no one's had their morning coffee. Yep. Herminius <laughs> is more used to light late nights than early mornings. <laughs> um, so he says, uh, so how can I help you? Um, we just had uh, a few questions before we departed about uh, Bronwyn in her, uh, her her disappearance from the household. <laughs> of course, that's what you're yes. here for. I'm, uh, uh, we're just wondering, did you have any uh, close contact or any contact at all with her uh, while she was here? Well, it's... particularly before she left. Well, I'm not going to lie. We were... Um... She's a good woman, and, you know, we have had some close times together. I'm very fond of her. And yes, I we, are, we, are aware, we are aware of your relationship. I, I would not speak ill of her. Um, but, you know, they're, 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 we've, we have talked, and uh, um, we've even talked about getting married, but... To be perfectly honest, I feel that my feelings are probably more one-sided. Um, she always seemed far more concerned with uh, the twins' happiness than her own. Well, she is their caregiver. She has been there since their birth, so that is 
to be understood. But, you know, they are young women now, and they'll soon be leaving the house. And I thought it would be a good time for her and I to maybe start making some plans for what to do after they're gone. But she wouldn't hear of it. Was she simply evasive in it, or did she outright turn you down? He appears very embarrassed. He goes, you cut to the quick, sir. We do not have much time. It is early, and we must get off. I have my pride. She is a lovely woman. And yes, I was uh, I was turned down. I would possibly put off would be better. There was never a time where I got an answer. So I decided to stop asking. Well, she the, could the be biding her time until the it, children leave. The relationship was what it was and is what it is, because I do hope she returns. But um, I didn't think that until the children were gone, um, she'd really give me any sort of an answer. And I was starting to fear that even after they were gone, it would be something else. Did you have any contact with her just before she left? Um, no, when everyone fell ill, um, you know, there was no time for me to see her. I mean, she was recovering. And then before that, there was so much going on with the party. I was busy uh, making the garden ready for the guests. She was busy uh, cooking and helping the daughters dress. Um, so pretty much for a few days before... Uh, the party, I had very little contact with her. And then after when the household fell sick and she was so near death, um, no, I, the doctor said not, you didn't want anyone near. And you never even snuck in just once? The doctor told us that she was dangerous to be around because of the illness. Well, yes, but it could have been your last chance. It could have been my uh, last chance to survive. Um, I, I Have you ever, I, you know, plague is a, a real thing. Why, I just heard that there was an outbreak of something terrible to the west of here. There was indeed, yes. <laughs> Which was your first adventure. Yes. <laughs> in this campaign. Um, I, I feared it, it could be something serious. So, I mean, I'm not a a coward and I'm not unromantic but I thought it best for the household to obey the doctor's wishes uh, not to push it too much but this is I mean it's if he was around her at all then he could also have been exposed does it do I feel as though he is being truthful in the statement roll I was going to ask the same thing you can roll oh you're all listening to him talk <laughs> Holy shit! I got an 07 out of. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna wish you had that old seven later tonight. No, no, no. I got a 96. <laughs> you're not sure if you're telling the truth, Arminius. <laughs> I am so I am so into this guy's story that. Macrion, he, he he seems nervous, but he seems nervous because he doesn't want to come off like a douche, and he's nervous about you know being turned down. You're basically talking to him about a woman that he proposed to that she turned him down, 
And then when she was sick, he didn't go visit her. So he's like, I'm, am I going to sound like the biggest douche? <laughs> so he's yeah, nervous for all of the, the normal reasons, but not nervous that he's lying. He's nervous because he sounds like he might be coming across as pathetic. Yeah. So, well. so, he put, so Macrion reaches out and puts a hand on, on Herminius's shoulder. And he says, uh, uh, I believe that he speaks the truth. Yes, as do I. I do not feel as though he is the uh, the romantic type that would make the leap in sacrifice. And, and he kind of like digs your th- his thumb into your shoulder a little bit. <laughs> he, he basically says, if you do find her, give her my best. Tell her that I think of her for what it's worth. We shall. She shall come back and you will be able to make your second attempt uh, he smirks he says you can't promise that one one last question uh which may be inappropriate given the circumstances but uh you why said that stop? She, he goes why worry about that now <laughs> uh, yes but I, I apologize on the front end um <laughs> you said that she had rebuffed you is there any chance that there was someone else i'm surprised there was me at all um no there's no chance. She was here every day, as was I. Um, she slept in the house. Uh, I... Servants talk. It would have been known. Yes. Thank you. And then he walks away almost worried, like, could there have been somebody else? No. His shoulders slump away. Great job. In his mind, but he, Great job, he was completely honest when he mentioned that, because he's like, no, and then he's like, if this was an anime, he had a dark cloud over his head right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we made him sad. Uh, no, he was already man. sad. Now he's extra sad. <laughs> we have succeeded. <laughs> Jesus. It kind of makes sense because everyone has said how devoted she's been to the twins. It, it made sense oh, yeah. to try to find out, though. Just- oh, of course. To see if anybody else yeah. potentially was exposed, or Exa- yeah, mm-hmm. I was more interested in whether or not he had been exposed. So yeah. Mm. Okay, so how are you planning this journey? Uh, it is it is a uh, quite a bit By of a carriage height. if we can. <laughs> yes, is uh, perhaps we could uh, rent horses. Yes, indeed. These sandals are not meant for horses. Horses are in Rome, in ancient Rome, are exceedingly expensive. Oh, that's right. I mean, like a a horse is a thousand sesterce or more. You do have, you know, do you you communally own a a a horse with a carriage? You know, that was given to you as part of your reward for the first adventure. So there are roads that lead to Vericorium if that's your destination. But you'd have to tell me which roads you would be taking. And the ones that go all the way to uh, Mamuseum do funnel through Veracorium and Deva. Well, so Manuseum is all the way up here towards the top of the map? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, oh there it is. Okay. Is here in the, in the short term. Uh, yeah. And then the boar was up here somewhere. Now, well, what, do we... I, we could what either you- curve around the bay mm. and then head north, 
or we can go to uh what is that ver veridune verone ver verone we can head for verone and then head west from there and there is a third option you can cut through the mountains no you can actually take a boat from down the river into the ocean and land at deva which is a major port. Oh. Yeah, but there's that giant dragon thing. I don't want to go near it. <laughs> <laughs> That's everywhere around Britannia. Uh, well, so how common would it be? Well, I mean, I guess we've <laughs> gotten around, right? I mean, um, some of it's us aren't even up. from here, right? So, like, I guess... Yeah. Travel by water is not something that's like unheard of for someone. No, or no it's not. Actually, in, in Britain, uh, even though they've got really good roads now, a lot of goods are still transported on water. Mm-hmm. Most of the major cities are on waterways or bays or rivers, so, you know, on rivers. So, would it be quicker to go by boat? Um, it actually might be. Oh, wow. Um, How but then when you land at Deva, you won't have your cart and, and right. Oh, um, but that doesn't mean you could buy a cart and amount to pull it when you're there. So I mean, you guys do have a fair amount of sesterce by now, mm-hmm. and we're being paid a hundred sesterce a day. So uh, we're going to advance us for uh, a ten day or two weeks. Can we? Can we sell? Day. Can we sell our uh, our Daisy? And our cart here, and or use it. Well, you have to come back here and, and, and then just, and then just buy it. So. Oh, that's true. We could buy a Daisy too up there. I mean, you know, just upgrade <laughs> how dare time. you try to sell Daisy? <laughs> uh, that's if you want to go by water. I can't swim, so. I mean, we're not going to swim the whole way. No, I know. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'm just thinking of worst-case scenarios. I want to have a plan. Um, you know, if we take a boat and something happens, I don't know how to swim. Um, can we? Can we? Uh, can we sew some like lambskins together and pump some air in there and strap no, it around? We're not, <laughs> <laughs> we're not even talking about it. <laughs> Um, Let me just stop you right there. (laughs) (laughs) So, if it's faster... You'd probably save two days on the trip up and down the coast. Hmm. How long would it take otherwise? Um, It would take you at least five days. So let's say you could sail around. You could land at Deva three days from now. Yeah, it would probably be a much more comfortable trip as well. We wouldn't have to worry about stopping and resting, finding camp along the way if necessary, mm-hmm. bandits and brigades and all yeah. that kind of stuff. That's true. So just the sea dragons, then? Yeah, just the sea dragons. Yeah. He looks kind of friendly. I think we'll be okay. A kraken or two. He does. He looks like he's waving at you, actually, Dorino. He does. He does. Um, he Maybe said, he's well, come us. over here, guys. <laughs> we should then. That's it. He's invited us. Is this Sigmund the sea monster? Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. I'm I'm all for taking a nice little boat. Okay, so roll a everybody make a luck check. Oh no. I've been rolling so well lately. <laughs> Thirty-two. Ooh, you guys aren't gonna like it. Mm. 
You're not going to like it. What? What? <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. You're I fired. saw the first zero and I was oh so excited. Okay, so like, Herminia says, I found a boat that's leaving today. And they'll only charge us like 50 sesterci and we don't have to work. And then Macrion says, but this boat is leaving tomorrow. And we only have to work hauling fishing nets. <laughs> and they'll and even though we have to work, they're gonna charge us 40. And he points to this stuff that you see rats running off of the ship on the line on the mooring lines. He doesn't notice. He's like, oh, the, the 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 work is good. It's good for the body, keep you fit. And it's the oldest, most decrepit looking ship you've ever. It's like the SS I'm going to sink. <laughs> Macrion. Macrion. Yes, yes. Do these hands look like they've ever touched fishing equipment before? <sighs> well, yes. Uh, okay. You have me there. I deal with sheep, not fish. Look, he All right, so Malachi, you, get, Malachi's you, big, you know. get more on the ship, and three days later, you you arrive in the city, the port city of Deva. Did they charge us fifty each or fifty total? Fifty total. Oh, thank okay. goodness. So it's like one day south to Viracorian if you want to go see your guy. Does your guy have a name? Did I give your guy a name? Yes, you did. Or at least I believe he has a name. And if not, I'm making one up. Cartavel. Okay. So they're going to roll a luck. Oh, geez. 14 out of... Where am I at now? 59. Should be a hard success then, yeah? Okay, so you basically arrive at Deva like an hour before dawn. Ah. You had favorable winds. So if you left Deva immediately, you could probably be at the market when it opens and possibly get a cart and and uh, a horse and arrive in and get to Viracorium before nightfall. Okay. Like if you set a very brisk, deliberate pace, um, you could wake up tomorrow and then go see your master, your, your, your weapon guy. Mm-hmm. My dude. Okay. So do you want to inform everybody of that plan? So par- by purchasing a horse and cart, it would make it a lot yeah. Better. Now, how much would purchasing a horse and cart cost? Uh, we already got Daisy back. You don't have her with you, so. Is it possible for us to rent a horse and a wagon? You know, for a period of time. Uh, no, I don't know if that's a common really thing. Have contacts here. No one would vouch for you. Okay. Yep. I mean, we could always so. just buy it and then sell it back. Yeah. Even if it's a slight loss, we're still getting some of. We could still get some of our money back. I think it was like either one fifty or two fifty last time. It was like two fifty for the really good mule, but ah, uh, mule. Okay, I thought we were purchasing a horse for a second there. No, no well, we got a mule last time. Okay. Yeah, I think we'd have to pool all our money together in order to buy a horse. A team horse is thirteen hundred. Uh, the donkey. Is fifty a mule is a hundred. You can get a two wheel a two wheeled cart for fifty. Mm. Yeah. 
So you can get a two-wheeled cart to carry your supplies and, like, water view, which would make things lighter and easier. Um, if you wanted to get a small carriage and two mules, that would be a mule team. That would be 300 and then uh, the cost of the two mules, which would be uh, 100 That's 400 so. to Cersei. Yeah, 100 each. We can't all ride on it, though, can we? On a small carriage? I don't know. Yeah, you would all be able to. Um, you wouldn't be able to have much weight, you know, on it. Like, you wouldn't be able to have... That means you know, Macri can't ride on it. All four of you on it. Oh, okay. I don't mind the walking, so I'm okay with us just getting one, either mule or donkey. The guy <laughs> offers you a deal. <laughs> He says, "I've got a, I've got a, I've got a, uh, a team horse. She's a good horse. She's she's a little older, but if you're only looking to, you know, use her for a year or two, you'll get good use of her. Uh, and I give her to you for six hundred. He goes, and I'll even knock fifty off of the cart. So seven fifty, you can get a team horse and a cart." where all four of you would have no trouble and you'd be able to have a little bit of cargo. So we're looking at either 750 for a horse and cart or 400 and one of us walks. Or we could just get a regular and then most of us walk. <laughs> yes, or we could get to regular and the rest of you walk. Yes. <laughs> I don't know how much money did we get in advance? To is this? Well, you guys have been on a fair amount of adventures. You've been getting paid, so I don't know where all of this cheapness is coming from. Well, because I'm only at, I only have three eighty. I well, I don't know who's doing the accounting in this group. I'm not. <laughs> I don't know how much money. I'm just we keeping have. track of my own cash. I mean, my spending level is 700, so, like, I, I don't think I would be opposed to it necessarily. Where do you find spending level? Uh, second page under coinage and assets. I have a high standard. Ah, okay. Oh, yeah, 70 sesterce for me, so <laughs> this is very wasteful to me. <laughs> So what's the decision, guys? We're not, are we wasting the whole evening naming the donkey? I mean, can we continue along here? There is an adventure. We're not. Just, I'm gonna. I'm gonna shoot. I'm gonna push for the middle option. Two for donkeys the few, cart. For yeah, for the for the donkeys in the cart. Uh, Malachi, what do you say? Um, <clears throat> we're only going one day, right? Well, one day to her contact, and then you've got to go north. To find Bronwyn and wherever the boar was killed. Frankly, I feel I'd be more comfortable on my feet uh, for much of this. I think Dorina's in the same boat, perhaps. Um, so maybe the middle option, having some kind of wheeled vehicle, would be nice for some of our supplies and such. But mm. all right, so you can <clears throat> do the mule, one mule in a cart. Okay. And a two-wheeled cart for what did I say, four hundred? Hey, four hundred. All right, so you do that. You load up a few, you know, you buy for another 50, you buy like a week's worth of food, water, wine, you know, a tent, you know, basic travel supplies. Um, and making a brisk pace, you get to 
Veracorum, before nightfall, you're able to find the stable, you're able to find the rooming house and get dinner for another, you know, five sisters. And everyone make a luck roll, and none of you fail. When you say stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. Ooh, this one's better. 13 under. Arminius, did you roll another 100? Close. I got a 10. Okay. 95. Uh, and thanks to Herminius, <laughs> all of the bathhouses are closed. Just after sunset, so no bath after the long. I've been I've been on the sea for three days. Herminius, Herminius, I hate you so much. Except I rolled an eighty-five myself. (laughs) I I I had a good one. All right, Uh, that's the problem when you're running in a group. Yeah. So it happens there's a women-only bath that's open, but that's it. <laughs> you know what? That is a thing. There are some bathhouses that have hours just for women. Yep. Um, Macrion, did you did you fail it or did you make it? No, I passed. I got a 13 under 60, 69, 67. I don't know how we're going to resolve this. It's okay. I think you're just going to have to be bad at Macrion. And Doreen, if you want a bath, you can grab one. No. <laughs> if my comrades cannot have a bath, I will not okay. have a bath. So um, the next morning comes, and uh, you know how to find, you know, through the back alleys, the, the weapon shop of your guy. Uh, what's his name again? Cartabelle. Okay, so you get to... You know, you the place you're staying luckily offers breakfast. They are right next to a bakery. They have bread brought in, three kinds of spreads, you know, honey butter and a, a fruit thing. It's included. It's kind of the specialty of the house. Um, so you can grab a light breakfast and head over to your guy. So Carnival is in the shop, as always, and there's someone you don't recognize, a young man. Who greet? Who answers the door? And he's like, uh, "Greetings, can I help you?" Uh, greetings. I am here to speak with Cartavel. My name is Dorena. He says, uh, "One moment, please," and he closes the door. Is this the uh, common procedure when you come and speak to? Uh... And then uh, he opens the door and he says, um, "Yes." He says, "You're a client. You can come in." I'm sorry. I'm. You know, I don't. I don't know everybody's face yet. That's okay. Thank you so much. And he comes over and he says, he says, I see you've met Marcus. And he comes out, your, your guy. And he goes, you did introduce yourself. Yes, right, boy? He goes, uh, no, master. He says, well, introduce yourself. He goes, oh, I'm Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> and Carnival just, like, winces. <laughs> Hello, Marcus. A pleasure to meet you. He says, finish um, opening up, Marcus, so I, I can take it from here. <laughs> he says he's not good with people, but he is good keeping a fire burning and uh, swinging a hammer. That's uh, the most important. And he's my niece's son, so it was. it's time for him to learn a trade. I thought that, uh, you know, we'll roll the dice, see if this works out. <laughs> I think he'll do just fine. He says, I don't know about your judgment there, but I'm gonna, we're going <laughs> to give this a try anyway. He says, so, Dorina, you've brought other 
clients, customers? Yes, uh, friends. That um, would have uh, been my, well, that would have been a choice. <laughs> uh, friends of mine, associates of mine. But he says, I, he looks over and he says, I'm very pleased. I didn't think she had friends you didn't have. Please. I kind of shoot him a dirty look, but at the same time, no, he's right about that. So I can't really blame him. <laughs> He says, well, welcome to my shop. If you tell anybody how to find it, I will send people to deal with you. Uh, this is an exclusive shop. I hope Dorina had dis- it, uh, yes, they made that abundantly clear. They understand yes, how lucky we blindfolded and sworn to a blood oath before we came. He smiles and he says, okay, I hope you've got coin to go with that honey tongue because uh, I don't work cheap. What do you need? Macaron just like oh um, I was interested in a uh, in a club. He says he looks over at Darina and he says in uh, you know Brythonic, even though Macaron speaks it, he doesn't know. He goes, uh, "Are they going to be hunting with you? This is for work." Yes, this is for work. He says it's been very busy. Hmm. Um, I've that's one of the reasons I brought the boy in. Okay. Something's going on. What? I yeah. haven't been this busy in 10 years. Macro so, just raises an eyebrow. Uh, should should we be concerned? Of course. Would you tell? He says that uh, hunters north of here have been going missing. Uh, there have been people showing up dead. There's talk of you know, a monstrous boar. Um, there's talk of other things as well. Things more in line with what you hunt. It's all talk, but there have been people, um, some of my regulars coming in to bolster their arsenals. Mm. That's interesting. We're, we're coming here to look for something very similar. And one of the reasons why I came to you was for that specific reason. How long can you stay? I look to the party. Just He switches back to Latin, to Latin. He says, do you need something off the shelf or am I making something for people? Or am I making things for people? Uh, if you have something that's ready to go, that would be fine by me. We have a few things. Uh, everyone, if you have something specific in mind, I need you to roll your luck. All right. So you are looking for a silver studded club, Macrion. Yes, and I failed. 78. Oh. That is 67. Okay. Hopefully uh, he has at least a few uh, silver tip bolts and uh, at least one or two uh, javelins. He keeps 12 bolts and three javelins on hand in case you show up. Giving him all the money plus an additional... 50% 50% of what I usually give for okay. this situation. Do I need silver bolts, though? Or? Yes. If you're using a bow, it needs, the arrows need to be tipped in silver. Yes, so then I would be needing my bow. Right, I'll, I'll figure out that, what that is, and we'll, we'll settle up later. Uh, that's me speaking, not him. Okay. So, Macrion, he does not have a silver-tipped club, but he does have... Let me see something that would be brawl. I mean, we have like a basic club, like but just like well crafted, iron studded. 
you know. He says it won't do you much good with, I thought you were hunting with Darina. Uh, yes, but uh, best to have something as opposed to nothing, yes? He says everything in my ha- in this place is something. Uh, you can get a you can get a standard club anywhere. Uh, I don't deal with standard. Ah, indeed. He says this is a specialty shop. Um, he says I do have a few leftover items. He says uh, I can part with this, but it's the only one I have, and uh, it's going to cost you. And he pulls out a gladiator cestus. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, it's like one d four. It's worn on your hand. It's basically like the fighting gladiator glove. Right, right. right. So it would work with your brawl. Right, right. right. Which is one d four plus your damage bonus. Okay. Uh, can I see it? it? Like reaches out a hand, like see if it would even fit him. Um, roll your luck again. Big. Oh, Jesus. Well, it's a gladiator's glove, so it would be big. Sure, sure, sure. I really hope you make it, because I got a great line. Oscar just said that Macrion has small hands. (laughs) (laughs) 52 out of 67. It fits like a glove. Yes! (laughs) (laughs) Like a glove. So he, like, you know, works the fingers, and he says, "Uh, I believe this, uh, this this would work. He goes, will 500 sesterce work? <sighs> it's uh, a bit pricey, but uh, for something as, as well-crafted and special as this, uh, I believe that is a fair price. He says, well, if, you know, as the saying goes, if you have coin, I have wear. Indeed. So you pay and he gives you this the, the cestus. Uh, Malachi, I believe you have an enchanted weapon. You're you're not looking in the market. I'm not. I'm I'm enjoying looking around at what wares there are, though. Um, obviously, with a professional eye to see if there's anything that catches my eye. But yeah, I'm I don't really feel like I'm in the market right now. But maybe something catches my eye. Roll, roll your luck. All right. Uh, oh oh Jesus! Oh five. Okay, give me a second. Except that I'm not really in the market, but who knows? Only, you know, you walk into a store, you're like, oh, shit, I didn't know I needed that. (laughs) (laughs) You've got something that you could trade. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to put the link in the notes. Okay. He says that uh, you you spot this hanging on a wall. Oh... So it is an Egyptian war mace, which would be do the same damage as your club. And he says that it's inlaid with a... He said that uh, uh, this came to him. He actually did not make this. Someone traded it to him. Someone who wanted to uh, get rid of it. Uh, oh. But he says that it is uh, it is effective against the kind of things that you'd be... Uh, you'd be going up against. Oh, okay. He says it's very old, and even though it's not silver, it does affect creatures that are affected by silver. He's best I can tell. It's a type of stone that's harder than than uh, than steel. Hmm. Okay. Uh, that's pretty interesting. 
That's fucking interesting, man. All right. Um, uh, he said, uh, yeah, I, I haven't been able to sell it. It's, I can't. He goes, I paid 1000 for it, so I need at least 1500 to let it go. 1500 huh? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I send my money back to my uh, family on a regular basis. So He says, yeah, but if you're, killed, if you're killed by a shapeshifter, you won't be sending anything back. He goes, something like this could be the difference between your life and them never getting another cent sent back home. Would you have any interest in trading for a couple items that probably aren't worth all that much, but maybe would help? Let's see what you have. So I have uh, a very well-assembled Gladius and a nice club, small club that has... He says, I'll take that spear off your hands that Macrion seems to insist on embarrassing himself over. Oh, (laughs) there is that. There is the spear. He says, I know people who are always eager for well-crafted spears, and (laughs) if my eye doesn't deceive me, this is... uh, uh, she craftsmanship, indeed. Uh, he looks over and says, "Dorina, you didn't have any run-ins with the she, did you?" I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, we, we, it's looks a away. bitter subject. Bitter subject. I just shoot you the dirtiest <laughs> look humanly possible, he says and I got a, a pile of crappy ass net from it. He says that there's been a few spotted north in Ibarakum, some sort of a. Of a of a kidnapping. Whoa! Really? So I will definitely. He says I will happily trade the Egyptian war mace for the spear. All right, you have a deal. Okay, you now have an enchanted Egyptian war mace in return for getting this spear that no one can use, but everyone tries to <laughs> out of my campaign, <laughs> so I never have to deal with it again. Hey, Herminius never even touched the thing. You're the only one. Herminius, were you looking for I know my role. Okay, and for backstory, in my mind, um, this is a spear carved from like a meteorite with a heavy type of, you know, silver-like alloy in it. So it will count as an enchanted weapon. Aw, Macreon. (laughs) We know you would. All right, Herminius, was there anything that you wanted or were looking for? Other than networking. Uh, no, I have I have my I have my Shea knife or my okay. Shea knife, so, so I'm good. all I'm all good. All right, so he resupplies Darina, he gets rid of the sister the cestus that he crafted and the guy never picked it up because he was torn apart by a were tiger. And <laughs> Malachi, you have the uh uh the mace. Yes. Excellent. Okay, so you're all set. And he says, uh, be careful, especially if you're going north. We, we are, and we will. Well, you're well equipped, um, and good luck. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, so. All right, so we're heading north. Hey, everybody. Before we wrap up this episode, I'd like to take a minute to say thank you for tuning in. We hope you're enjoying the podcast from our interviews and actual plays to our rambling roundtable discussions. If you like what you're here and you'd like to support the show, we have great sponsors for you to check out. Birds of a Feather Coffee Company is a small batch craft coffee roaster and is our OG sponsor. They have three signature blends to choose from. The Morning Lark, which is a light roast. 
the Night Owl blend, which is a rich dark roast, and the Hummingbird Decaf blend. They also have the exclusive Legendary Brew, a nice medium roast coffee, perfect fuel for all those late night gaming sessions. If you use the code LEGENDS10, you'll get 10% off your order, and shipping is always free. So head on over to tinyurl.com forward slash legendary brew or click on the link in the show notes. Thanks everybody for checking it out. We'll catch you next time. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop broadcast network. For more gaming related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.